0: Bill blew up again. He wrecked the planning meeting with yet another outburst. He was in open conflict with Bob, the ministry leader. I invited Bill out to lunch that week. We talked. I asked him what happened. He told me a very different story from what others said who had been in that meeting. He blamed Bob for everything. I asked Bill open-ended questions. I used the best coaching questions I knew. I wanted him to discover for himself what anyone who knew Bill knew. He had a serious anger problem. Bill's answers surprised me. He's a very honest guy, so I don't doubt that he believed what he said. At one point, he turned to me and said, I don't understand. I'm a sweet guy. Ask anyone. But Bob said, and then he went off on another angry rant about Bob. I left that lunch with a heavy heart for my friend Bill. He was completely blind to what was glaringly obvious to anyone who knew him. His pain, his anger was keeping him from meaningful relationships. I like Bill, but he can go from zero to furious in a heartbeat. Bill had a a rough life prior to coming to Christ. He loves Jesus, but he's very insecure and easily offended. Most people would describe Bill as an angry man. I left that lunch praying that Holy Spirit would reveal and uproot the anger from Bill's life. Satan's good at deceiving us, but the truth is we can deceive ourselves without any help from him. Jeremiah 17.9 NIV The heart is deceitful above all things and beyond cure. Who can understand it? 2 Corinthians 3.14 describes Satan's ability to blind man as a veil. Only faith in Jesus removes the veil of deception over us. When the veil is removed, we can see. 2 Corinthians 3.18 New Living Translation says, So all of us who have had that veil removed can see and reflect the glory of the Lord. And the Lord, who is the Spirit, makes us more and more like him as we're changed in his glorious image. In my last video, I gave stories and scriptures showing how Satan deceives believers and how God gave us Holy Spirit to reveal those deceptions. This video is a continuation of that video. This video is an activation. Activation is the process of making active or energizing our Christian faith. This video reveals a simple but powerful tool to reveal veils of deception in your life and the four sources of influence on our hearts. In just a few minutes every day, you'll be able to see ungodly influences in your life that you've literally been blinded to, maybe for years. This video also shows you the one thing you must have to root out and destroy these deceptions, all of them. Will self-examination work to unveil deception? The tool I'm going to give you is a self-examination tool. Scripture tells us who are born again to examine ourselves. 1 Corinthians 11:28. 28. Each one of us must examine himself before he eats the bread and drinks of the cup. Galatians 6, 4, Amplified. But each one must carefully scrutinize his own work, examining his actions, attitudes, and behaviors. And then he can have the personal satisfaction and inner joy of doing something commendable without comparing himself to another. Only God truly knows the human heart. First Samuel sixteen seven ESV. The Lord does not look at the things people look at, People look at the outward appearance, but the Lord looks at the heart. 1 Chronicles 28.9 NIV David said, And you, my son Solomon, acknowledge the God of your father and serve him with wholehearted devotion and with a willing mind. For the Lord searches every heart and understands every desire and every thought. And finally, Jesus told the Pharisees, But God knows your hearts, in Luke 16.15 So we check our hearts, but we do it with Holy Spirit's help. He is the one who reveals things to us, and he is the one who gives us the power to change what he reveals. Activation. The one thing needed to root out and destroy veils of deception in your life. Things that are veiled are things that we cannot see. Holy Spirit needs to reveal these things to us because we literally are blinded to them. Holy Spirit will reveal them, but only when we're ready to change. Luke 8 10. This is the Passion Translation. Jesus said, you've been given a teachable heart to perceive the secret hidden mysteries of God's kingdom realm. But to those without a listening heart, my words are merely stories. Even though they have eyes, they are blind to the true meaning of what I say. And even though they listen, they won't receive full revelation. Jesus was explaining why he taught in parables. Bill Johnson of Bethel Church in Redding, California said, Jesus hides truth in parables, so those who are not ready to obey will not understand. Because if he increases the knowledge of those who are not ready to obey, he just increased their accountability. It's the mercy of God for him to conceal truth and then make it to where only the hungry can find it. And that's true, because the scripture tells us that to know what to do and not do it is sin. So the one thing is your willingness to change. If you're willing, Holy Spirit will reveal deception in your life and show you how to break them free. And my personal experience is that he prepares us. He He empowers and enables us to change. He gets us ready, and then he reveals things, and then we have to cooperate with him to make the change. But he does all the heavy lifting here. So the tool that I want to give you is called the What is Influencing My Heart Tool. Every truth, every bit of knowledge, wisdom, understanding, and every leading we receive from God comes to us in seed form. God's word, his messages to us are seeds which he plants in the soil of our hearts. Mark 4, 3-9 to in the Passion Translation, this is the parable of the sower and the seed. I know you've had dozens, maybe hundreds of messages on this in your lifetime. Stay with me. The four-part test here is going to be truly helpful to you. As he sowed, some fell along the beaten path, and soon the birds came and ate it. Some fell on the gravel with no topsoil and quickly sprouted since the soil had no depth. And when the days grew hot, the sprouts were scorched and withered because they had insufficient roots. Some fell among the thorns, and thorns grew up and choked it, and it yielded no fruit. But some fell on the good, rich soil that kept producing a good harvest. Some yielded thirty, some sixty, and some a fold. If you understand this, then you need to respond. The four influences on your heart. Brian Simmons, former New Tribes missionary and Bible translator, brings such clarity here. In a footnote, he definitely creates a picture we can remember. The four kinds of soil speak of four kinds of hearts. Hard hearts, hollow hearts, half hearts, and whole hearts. With the first soil, we see the activity of Satan. The second, that of the flesh. And the third, that of the world. Bearing fruit is never a problem with what is sown, but with the soil it falls into. The condition of our hearts indicates what is influencing us. You need to guard your heart. Proverbs 4.23 NIV says, above all else, guard your heart, for everything you do flows from it. Step one, ask Holy Spirit to reveal to you the true condition of your heart. Pray David's prayer in Psalm 139, 23 to 24. This is the New Living Translation. Search me, O oh God, and know my heart. Test me and know my anxious thoughts. Point out anything in me that offends you and lead me along the path of everlasting life. Step two, examine which of the four influences are affecting your heart now. First, are you hard-hearted? Hard-hearted means you're being influenced by Satan. He blinds us to spiritual truths and makes us unable to see to understand and value them. Mark 8, 17 to 18. Jesus describes hardness of heart as the inability to see or understand spiritually or to remember. Sources of hard-heartedness, sin, offense, anger, unforgiveness, ingratitude, literally not remembering what God has done for you or what others have done for you. Defeat, failure, and pain in life can separate you from God if you let them. Hardness of heart is anything that separates you from God and makes your heart hard, cold, indifferent, or unloving toward God or people. Second, are you hollow-hearted? Are you influenced by selfish desires? Do you have sexual lust, greed, that can be greed for money or greed for power, for possessions, for achievements and awards, for fame, for reputation? It could also be jealousy, the desire for what others have, the need to compare yourself to others to compete and to best them. These make you hollow-hearted because they never satisfy. They're hollow, empty things that you can waste your life on. They have no significance in eternity. None. Third, are you half-hearted? Half-hearted people are distracted by the things of the world. These can even be good things like sports, games, entertainment, even good works that God didn't tell you to do. But if they interfere with your passionate pursuit of God and his plans and purposes for your life, you must remove them and refocus your attention, time, and effort on God. Hebrews 12.1 Let us run with perseverance the race marked out for us, fixing our eyes on Jesus, the pioneer and perfecter of our faith. We run. It's a marathon. It's a long race. But our eyes are fixed on Jesus. Fourth Are you wholehearted? Mark 12, 28 to 29. One of the teachers of the law came and heard them debating. Noticing that Jesus had given them a good answer, he asked him, Of all the commandments, which is the most important? The most important one, answered Jesus, is this, Hear, O Israel, the Lord our God, the Lord is one. Love the Lord your God with all your heart and all your soul and all your mind and all your strength. The second of these is, Love your neighbor as yourself. There's no commandment greater than these. Note that even for those who are wholehearted, there's a difference in yield from the truth God plants in us. We can yield 30, 60, or 100 times what was planted. A written version of the What is Influencing My Heart tool is available in the Community Post section of 10-Minute Transformation. Copy it. Use it daily. You'll be surprised how sensitive you become to ungodly influences on your heart. This is a great compass to keep you on course with God and for Holy Spirit to unveil deception that tries to creep into your life or maybe that has been lurking there for years. If you enjoyed this podcast, please like, comment, and subscribe. Thank you for listening, and thank you for doing the activations to let God transform you into a new person by changing the way you think. Romans 12.2, New Living Translation. Until next time, God bless.